Assalamualaikum dan salam sejahtera. Berada lagi kita di pentas bual R&D TVS pada hari ini. Saya Kisina Donali Abdullah. Seiring dengan pembangunan dalam dunia alaf baru, pengukuran utama dalam peningkatan taraf hidup rakyat adalah melalui penjagaan kesihatan dan sistem perubatan. Mekanisme ini penting bagi merealisasikan generasi yang sehat pada masa akan datang. Kesihatan yang baik mendorong kepada penyediaan tenaga kerja yang sehat dalam sesebuah negara. Tajuk kita pada hari ini, Research and Development in Rural Health and System Medicine. Bersama saya di studio, Dr. Ivan Yap, Deputy General Manager at the Sarawak Research and Development Council, SRDC. Welcome, Dr. Ivan. Thank you. Uh, happy to be here. <laughs> okay. Um, probably, I understand that uh, SRDC is is pretty new in the in the in Sarawak. I mean, so the establishment and objective of SRDC. Can you elaborate a little bit? Yeah, okay. sure. Uh, um, the Sarawak Research Development Council is um, the brainchild of our current Yang Amat Muhammad Chief Minister Abang Johari, actually. So yeah, that foresight of um, you know look, saying I'm an agency that can help to um, integrate, uh, coordinate, fund, support, and also monitor R&D activities in Sarawak, basically. So the ordinance for the SRDC was um, approved and assented in November 2018. It uh, came into force in January uh, 2018, and then operationalized um, in 2019, January, with the appointment of the general manager and the deputy general manager, basically. Mm -hmm. So. Um, so our role, basically, like what I uh, said before, is to actually integrate the R&D activities to um, monitor and support the activities as well, and also to fund um, R&D activities. Um, we are also charting the direction for R&D for Sarawak, and this is done in close consultation with our chairman, which, who is also the Chief Minister of Sarawak. Um, so the, the key point that we emphasize, or and this is actually supported by our Chief Minister, is that he wanted R&D that is commercially driven, basically. So, mm -hmm. um, so we're looking at R&D that produces results that can actually help us to access global mm -hmm. market. Um, and that's the, the direction that we're heading. Right, right. So SRDC is, uh, is monitoring the research. So what are the focus research currently? At the moment, the focus area that uh, we are looking for is actually biomedical sciences and also biodiversity. Uh, these are the two main focal areas for SRDC, but we're not, we're, we're also on the lookout for, you know, groundbreaking ideas in other areas as well. Mm -hmm. um, you know, um, so that's, that's where we're going to. Right, right, right. So the, I understand that SRDC offers quite a number of uh, grant schemes. Yeah. That's right. The initiation grant was talking about the special ventures and commercialization grants. So they're having different aims and objectives. Each of the grants? They do. Um, first of all, it's, it's actually open to all Malaysians or uh, expatriates. Um, the, the, the condition is they have to be in Sarawak. They have oh. to be working in Sarawak with yeah. any uh, Sarawak agencies or institutions. Mm -hmm. So it's basically open to all. Mm -hmm. um, so if you look at the various grant schemes that we have in the SRDC, we're actually trying to target the different segment in our R&D ecosystems, uh, ranging from young researchers who just uh, graduated from their PhD or master's all the way to industrial collaboration and um, special venture grants basically. And that's actually to promote and encourage um, industry and also startups in, in Sarawak mm -hmm. to get involved with our Sarawak R&D um, uh, agenda basically. 
I mean, um, yes, we're trying to support our local researchers, but at the same time, we're trying to encourage um, uh, the industry and our local uh, SMEs to participate in our R&D agenda. Mm. Um, um, and the key point, again, I have to stress is that it has to be of, um, uh, there must be a global need for the R&D that we're trying to do. Because if you try and address that need, then at least part of that problem has been solved of us trying to get our product into the global market. So mm -hmm. if your R&D is, is of such quality, there must be a demand for it around the globe. Right, right, right. So it's individually uh, organization as well? Yes. Can yeah. apply for the, for the grants? Right. Industry and also SME. So is there any collaborative grants or funding? Yes, there's a collaboration special venture grants as well that is available um, in the, the funding schemes. And again, it's trying to encourage collaboration between um, local agencies, universities, and also the industry. So there's like a, a, a tripartite collaboration, if you like, mm -hmm. um, where you actually um, capitalize on the, uh, the, 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 um, uh, advantages that we can get from universities, mm -hmm. the agency support, and also the ideas could be coming from also the industry, basically. And that's where they, they'll probably be able to identify global needs. Basically. Mm -hmm. So it's in concurrent with the, with the Sarawak uh, goal on the digital economy. That's right. Yes. So you will have that as well. Right? Yes. So university have the opportunity to apply yes. on this particular grant. So um, is there any limitation or challenges in the in the R&D area? Um, there are uh, various challenges in R&D, uh, not just specifically to, to Sarawak, basically. I mean, the, the, the problem that we're seeing is quite common. I mean, the, the, the two main things we're looking at is actually the quality of the R&D and also the, um, the, the, the standards of the R&D they were looking at, basically. And th these are not, um, you know, uh, isolated problems in Sarawak. Mm. These are actually quite common around the world. Mm. In fact, if you look at the, um, the write-up by uh, Mr. Philip LaRue in the OECD meeting in 2016, these are the same problems that he has pointed out as well. Mm. Um, quality of the um, uh, R&D and also um, standards as well, basically. But in Sarawak, we are actually compounded by uh, additional problems where, you know, we have um, difficulty accessing state-of-the-art equipment or laboratories. Right. And that actually impinge on how we want to do research or, or be at the forefront of research, basically. And the other thing, which to me is very important, um, it's human capital. I mean, we do not have enough talent in Sarawak to take up the challenges in uh, um, R&D, mm -hmm. basically. So... So human capital development is something that we look quite seriously as well uh, mm -hmm. in Sarawak. And mm -hmm. we're trying to find out ways to um, improve that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Especially on the facilities as well, right? Yes. Yeah. So um, the, the, the approaches that we're trying to do is two-pronged. One is to try and uh, address acute need for um, state-of-the-art laboratories and equipment. And the other one is the chronic need for talent to be uh, trained. Um, Nurtured and retained exactly. in Sarawak because uh, what I think one of the biggest exports from Sarawak is actually our brains, um, you know, <laughs> the expertise. Uh, yes, and yeah. we're losing all of that. Okay, okay. So uh, we'll talk more about that later on. Okay. Uh, kita akan mengulas lebih lanjut berkenaan dengan SRDC. Kita berehat seketika. Kita kembali lagi di studio bersama Dr. Ivan Yap, Deputy General Manager of SRDC. So today. Our topic is research and development in rural health and system medicine. Okay, 
Probably Dr. Ivan can explain further on this uh, background of the topic today. Okay. Um, the, the topic is actually a, a personal interest to myself. Um, being a Sarawakian, I came back um, wanting to contribute a small part to our own people, basically. Right. Um, but to, to do that, um, the only way I can think of is through uh, what I've learned from my uh, training and from my research, basically. And rural health has been something that is uh, uh, quite personal to me as well, coming from a small town in Tarike. Mm -hmm. um, now, there are two parts to this. It's uh, rural health in general, and also how we use system medicine to help us um, in uh, improving health in the rural area. Now, rural medicine, to me, it relates to accessibility to primary health care mm -hmm. for our rural population in Sarawak. Um, if you look at our general geography of Sarawak, I think 30 to 40 percent of our population actually stays in a rural area. And, um, you know, um, the major, major issues for rural health is that, to me, I think it's logistic. Mm -hmm. Accessibility is actually affected by logistics. Mm -hmm. um, so not every kampong in Sarawak is accessible by car. So, you, 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 you know, logically, an individual will probably need more than one mode of transport to access or seek help um, outside of their kampong, basically. And that actually impinge on um, accessibility. So, um, the government has done a lot to try and improve accessibility of health um, to, all, to our rural folks, actually. And um, what we're trying to do is actually to complement um, what the government's doing and also to try doing our part to um, actually uh, promote healthy lifestyle, um, instill uh, this something what, that we call uh, health-seeking behavior among the rural folks, right. and also improve accessibility um, by bringing health to their kampong rather than them coming to us, right. basically. So that's rural health to me. Mm -hmm. um, now, in terms of system medicine, uh, it, this is more relating to my uh, training and my research. And basically, it boils down to um, the complexity of most diseases that we're facing nowadays. Um, a lot of the diseases that we're seeing nowadays are very complex. It involves interaction between the host, us as a human, um, with the environment and also with uh, social determinants such as um, employability or, or jobs, uh, um, earning power and education. And that actually um, has an impact on um, the health status on an individual, basically. So what um, system medicine does is actually is an approach that actually takes into account the host genetics, mm -hmm. proteins, metabolites, our gut microbe, and those interactions that relates to the environment or man-made environmental factors that determines how healthy or unhealthy you are, basically. And basically that is to help allow us to improve um, prognosis and diagnosis of disease and um, and then decision-making on the clinical intervention uh, for the population or for the individual. In fact, um, system medicine is a prerequisite for stratified medicine. Mm -hmm. Now, stratified medicine is an approach where tools are being used to classify our population or individuals according to the severity of the disease that they're having and also to the likelihood of them responding to a clinical intervention or a medical intervention. Um, so the whole point of system medicine is actually to make uh, health care mm -hmm. more efficient mm -hmm. and to minimize costs if possible and also uh, uh, bringing um, better quality health to society. Right, right. So what are the correlations between this rural 
uh, what we call that just now, rural health and also the system medicine. So what we're trying to do basically is to bring system medicine to rural health, uh, to rural uh, Sarawak basically right. to, um, because of the issues of accessibility, um, you know, and the cost that it involves in, in trying to deliver health mm -hmm. to rural. So what we're trying to do with system medicine is actually to try and get the right intervention to the right population. In that way, you can actually minimize the uh, uh, wastage of cost. Um, because we know for this population, for example, that these are the kind of med medical intervention that they need. And therefore, you can mm -hmm. channel that uh, more, uh, the effort towards right. that area rather yeah. than, you know, you, you blast it all and, right. and you get to spend a lot more on that way. But I would say also probably awareness. Yes, yeah. correct, correct. That, that is part of the medical outreach um, that we're doing basically and part of it is actually teach them mm -hmm. about uh, health hygiene practices, awareness mm -hmm. and um, also the, what I call uh, health-seeking behaviour. Mm -hmm. um, most of us in the kampong will probably think that a minor headache is uh, nothing. I can mm -hmm. take two paracetamol and go right. to sleep. Um, we have seen that quite a lot in rural Sarawak where people are walking around with hypertension but they didn't realise or associate those with hypertension, they just think that it's burning pala or yeah. you know having a dizzy, uh, mm -hmm. dizzy spell. Therefore, I should just go to sleep. Yeah, you know. Um, so uh, we're trying to make them aware that you know having diseases might not necessarily mean that you have fever. It right. might mean that you have other other uh, things, right? other things that you need uh, medical attention. Also, mental illness, I would say. Mental health, mm -hmm. yes, correct. Right. Yeah. Um, um, the the, the thing that we're trying to do is basically to pr improve overall uh, health outcome or outlook in the population mm -hmm. um, in the rural area, basically. And we, we start that in, a, in a small steps, mm -hmm. uh, starting with uh, hygiene practices, for example, reminding them that uh, there's a need for them to use slippers or shoes whenever they go out. Yeah. Um, because, you know, if you don't, then you potentially expose yourself to parasites or touching, mm -hmm. we call it. Okay. Um, and, 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 you know, and if you see our rural population, there's a huge uh, prevalence of uh, uh, soil transmitted health means diseases mm -hmm. in the kampongs, actually, mm -hmm. as compared to the urban area. Mm -hmm. yeah. Do you have a statistic for that one? Uh, We're still compiling the results <laughs> at the moment, um, yeah, but uh, we can say quite uh, surely in terms of hypertension that there are people, majority, uh, from a population that we sampled from, there are people walking around with hypertension, um, and this we're actually working together with the the uh, the health um, state health department as well mm -hmm. to try and improve the um, uh, health access. Thank you, Dr. Ivan, for the information. Kita akan mengulas dengan lebih lanjut lagi berkenaan dengan topik kita pada hari ini, iaitu rural health and system medicine. Kita berehat seketika. Kita kembali lagi di studio bersama Dr. Ivan. You have mentioned about our topic for today, rural health and system medicine. And you also, you know, explain on the coloration uh, between these two um, topics. So uh, what else can we do? Um, basically, um, in terms of rural health, or at least, you know, trying to understand the health status of the population um, in the rural area of Sarawak, I think there need to be more concerted effort basically. I know the Ministry of Health and through the Jabatang Siakan Nipi Sarawak are doing a lot as well. Um, so what we're just trying to do is just complement them. Uh, whatever data that we can gather uh, from our visits, basically we will feedback to them. And that is basically to help them to, to have a more holistic um, data or understanding or information on the current status in the rural Sarawak basically. Uh, this is a continuous effort 
Mm-hmm. Um, we, we've been trying to do this every year, but again, our our um, uh, medical outreach depended on um, donations, basically. Mm-hmm. And whenever we have collected enough, then we will we will start our our planning and then mm-hmm. do our expedition outreach, basically. Mm-hmm. We've been tr- doing this since um, 2016. It's been a, 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 a huge concerted effort from a very small voluntary team. But we've been very lucky to have all these volunteers coming from um, various uh, backgrounds. We have engineers, we have um, nurses, pharmacists, doctors, um, you know, all sorts of backgrounds mm-hmm. basically coming in to help us. Um, we, we just hope that this can continue and then um, hopefully by next year we have something more tangible that we can commit to perhaps 100% well, once a year. Mm-hmm. Um, along this area. The whole aim basically is once we have covered the area, we wanted to actually expand um, our coverage to cover not just Ulubaram or, or the, the northern sector, mm-hmm. but we can probably move down to our central sector as well, mm-hmm. um, um, to the same kind of rural settings, and hopefully eventually covers north, south, uh, well, sorry, north, central and south sector of uh, mm-hmm. Shrawa. But again, you know, uh, this is a NGO effort and mm-hmm. um, I'm just one of the volunteers basically. Right, right. So how do you approach the donors? Is it through social media? Yeah, or? we've done that through crowdfunding, uh, social media, um, even we have uh, um, the NGOs that we work with, they, they are they are great really. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they, they basically do organize a lot of uh, donation uh, drive, um, you know, even the guys in KL and, and West Malaysia, they're, they're doing their part as mm-hmm. well to help us to, to uh, do this donation drive. Um, you know, w- without the NGOs, I don't think we can actually move at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so talking about the um, SRDC, what are the achievements so far, international okay. or local achievements? Um, like I said, um, SRDC is still in its uh, infancy. Um, it's been around for close to two years. Um, but you know, within those two years, we have actually charted the direction for our, of Sarawak R&D. Um, this is actually summarized in the um, Sarawak Research Development Policy, basically. On top of that, we've also started um, R&D funding to try and encourage more commercially driven uh, R&D in Sarawak. And um, also we have signed up uh, um, an agreement with Cambridge, the Academy for Therapeutic Sciences. And this is actually relating to human capital training. Um, we, we wanted more of our Sarawakians to be trained and um, upskilled in the area of biomedical sciences and biodiversity. And um, we actually look forward to more of such um, arrangement with uh, local agencies, um, industries, and also international institutions. And the whole aim is actually to improve our human capital um, in, to a level where you know, we have all this uh, pool of knowledge-driven, uh, highly skilled workforce in Sarawak that can al- allow us to address all the challenges of the 21st century and also um, those challenges that lies ahead in the, 22nd, in the horizon of the 22nd century, actually. Mm-hmm. So this MOA agreement with the Cambridge University, so do you also, apart from uh, exchange on the human capital, on the experts, is also in funding? Um, the human capital exchange or the, 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 that we agreed upon is yes, we are sending our researchers over for training and of course we have to um, pay for that. Yeah. Um, but to us, it's, a, it's an investment. 
because uh, the guys that have been trained will come back and that actually will help drive uh, R&D in Sarawak and we hope to have more and that actually contributes to our pool of talent mm -hmm. and, and that's one uh, part of the challenge being currently being solved um, but also we are trying to look at the other uh, sectors in the, in the ecosystem like you know creating an environment where you know, those talent will be retained mm -hmm. rather than, you know, they excuse themselves and, and go outside throw up, basically. So that one, we're actually working quite hard trying to engage. Um, there's a lot of engagement that's required for SRDC uh, with agencies, with industry to identify the needs, um, what is the current trend, where the direction of R&D in throw up. And um, uh, at the same time, we have to try and understand the mindset of our talent, basically, we have, they need to see a, a career path in mm. front of them um, for them to decide either to stay in Sarawak or not. So if we can create that kind of ecosystem where they can see themselves developing themselves, evolving as they move along in mm. Sarawak, then I think we have that yeah. uh, succeeding formula to at least try and retain them. Right. So this is only for the Sarawakians, right? Yes. Yeah, it's very good opportunity <laughs> for the Sarawakians. Thank you, Dr. Ivan, for uh, explanation on that particular um, MOA with the Cambridge University. So it is time for us to, at the end of the <laughs> program for today, okay. probably Dr. Ivan want to uh, summarize a little bit on our topic. Well, um, uh, for the part of SRDC, we hope that um, we can continue our effort for to improve R&D ecosystem in Sarawak and for the betterment of Sarawak, actually. Are we actually looking forward for to uh, more um, groundbreaking research <laughs> ideas from our researchers in Sarawak. You know, there are mm -hmm. uh, great researchers in Sarawak. We're looking forward to that so that we can support them. And um, hopefully we can actually uh, achieve our uh, Sarawak vision being, um, you know, um, uh, digitally driven, um, skilled economy in Sarawak mm -hmm. in 2020. Um, Hopefully also you will have more opportunity, not only on the biodiversity and also on the healthcare, yes, but more right. towards the other type of research. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, yes, correct. I mean, once we can um, nail the focus area for biomedical sciences and biodiversity, we can try and start expanding um, those to other areas as well. Mm. Um, but also bearing in mind that we're looking at industry that are actually um, quite pandemic proof or, uh, you know, resistant to economic downturn. These are the kind of areas that we're actually looking into. Okay. Terima kasih, Dr. Aiwan. Begitulah informasi menyeluruh yang telah pun dikongsikan oleh Dr. Aiwan sebentar tadi. Pendekatan pengetahuan, penjagaan kesihatan dan sistem perubatan moden perlu diberi penekanan agar masyarakat luar bandar khasnya mendapat manfaat yang secukupnya seiring dengan arus perdana lebih-lebih lagi kepada negara kita dalam mencapai status negara maju. Kita telah pun berada di akhir rancangan. Saya Kisina Donali Abdullah, Bual RND TVS, mengucapkan Assalamualaikum dan salam hormat.